the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, as always, on a Monday, we're joined by Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, to steer you through all your relationship issues, queries and problems. We ask listeners to get in touch with their problems so Stephanie can help on air. If you have a query, no matter uh, whether it's mainline relationships or something that's bothering you or upsetting you, uh, just email us at thehardshoulder at newstalk.com or you can text us at 53106 and Stephanie will advise you. This week we have an email from Sarah which I'll read. Hi Stephanie, I'm in a bit of a bind. A friend of mine, a good friend, is getting married in a couple of weeks. We see each other once a month religiously and I've only met her fiancé twice. We used to work together and we meet up every month for a catch-up. She's a great friend and I'd be lost without her. The situation is I've been invited to our wedding, but without a plus one. I can safely say I don't know anyone else at the wedding. I don't know her parents, her school friends, literally no one. I was expecting to get an invitation with a plus one and I was going to take my sister along with me. I want to go now uh, to the event. I also don't want to ask her, can I take someone along? So I feel I'm in a real bind. She already has told me she's feeling the stress of the wedding and I'm conscious of adding extra stress to her. I've already said I will go and that I'm excited about it, but actually I'm dreading it. Even sitting at a table with people I know don't know puts me off. What should I do? Uh, ask Sarah. That, well, that's not her real name. Okay. okay. What do you make of this? Well, I, I, I would say this um, is a very common point for single people. Um, I think there's more in it than reaches the eye. You can kind of very quickly think, as even myself, my initial reaction was, you need to be able to deal with... Um, social situations on your own. So this is an important thing, you know, that would have struck me straight away. Um, Then I suppose what really struck me was coming again from maybe the mature side, I would say, well, these invitations are expensive for the for the family who are putting this wedding together. And the other thing is, invitation lists are very complicated. Um, I'm not, I can't recall if one of your children has married. Yeah, I know, dear, uh, Kira, yes. my daughter got married last yeah, year. Yeah, indeed. So, you know what goes on, although probably your Deirdre knows a lot more about what goes <laughs> on. But, you know, the list is always extremely difficult because if you include an extra person, you're probably leaving out somebody else. You know, there's a limit. Not many people are having 300 people at weddings. So, so there is a, a kind of a trade-off. And my instinct um, initially on this was, well, you know, you have to think about the fact that you've been invited, this girl wants you, you're important to them, otherwise you wouldn't have been asked. Um, Should she invite somebody with you? Somebody who is, you're not in a big relationship with, yes, it would be your friend or your sister, as this girl says, but that person has no relationship to the bride or groom. And you have to say, is that reasonable for her to leave that person out? At one level, I think it absolutely is. I think it is completely okay to leave her out, to leave out a plus 
one. Um, but there are little complications. And so I think you have to look at it from a few sides. The The fact that they, they, that she leaves out, um, doesn't invite somebody with you, I, I think you need to look around that. First of all, look at why it's OK for her to do it. Second of all, you need to kind of rethink. I think, this, you know, this girl Emma, needs to rethink her thinking. Like, you're important to her. It's important for you to go. Yes, you should not go back to her and ask her, can I bring somebody else? I think well, that's a complete there's, there's, no-no. There's, there's, there's three choices that she's put out before you. Yeah. One, attend uh, on her own yes. and, and brave it and go for it. Two, ask her friend, could I have a plus one yes. or three not to go? Right. So which of the three are you advising? Well, I think she should go. I think she has already accepted the invite, which is what she says in the letter. So I think it's it's really bad form to kind of rejig that because you're not because you're on your own. Um, I also think it's a little bit childish. I think it's good to go to things on your own. Um, and I think singledom is a, you know, it's a positive state. It's not a negative state to be in. So I would be saying, go on your own, be yourself, stand on your own two feet, interact with people. It doesn't have to be the very best day of your life or the best shindig of your life. You're not going to maybe have as much crack if you're out with all your friends. But you know what? You may find you'd meet a lot of interesting people. And I can tell you at weddings, I think people are very inclusive. I think that couples, mature couples, will see somebody who has been invited on their own. They're aware that they're on their own. You're at a table with a lot of people. You know, people are well able to interact. if, If the bride is such a good friend, why can't you say... You know, I'm I'm really overawed by this. Uh, it's I I know there's pressure on numbers. Would it be okay if I brought someone along? You, you're against that. Well, I just think it's I think it's it's really not good manners to come back in any way to anybody about an invitation and say, listen, could you bring somebody else with me? I I just I wouldn't do it. Okay. I, I think if you're if you're talking at an etiquette level, like I think it's just a mile out. Okay. Because now you're putting pressure on them. Now they know you're disappointed with the invitation. So right. It's you know because it, it shocked me. Um, that when when Kira was having our wedding, they had a policy in relation to plus ones: no right. ring, no ring, no bring. No ring, so, no bring. No, and 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 that was yes. kind of common yes. amongst her peers as well. Yes, because of the pressure on numbers. Exactly. And and, and when you're that tight, because a lot of people live together. Uh, in, in couple situations, right. yes, they 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 might not be engaged. Um. So I would have harsh, thought that it? Sarah's case was even weaker because she she doesn't yes. have a partner. Yes, sorry, I like, called her I mean, Emma. You're right, y- it's y- Sarah. Y- yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yes. Um, well, I see. I think there's two things about it. Um, I, I'm not sure about the no ring, no bring. I wouldn't have thought that, but that's the one. That's the rule that. You no, were, it surprised me because yeah. I mean I thought it was brutally I mean, harsh. Brutally harsh and a little bit off for me. I think that if people are really ensconced in a full relationship, they are a couple. That's fine. If if somebody is... Because uh, this lady is not... A, she's not know, in a relationship. Just, but, you know, as uh, I, I chatted this out with one of your, your own uh, people here and uh, and she made a very good point and she said, you know, that it's a very... These, these days are emotional days for single people as well, which I thought was kind of an interesting point. And so if you're there on your own and if, if lots of people are on their own, that's fine. Lots of other single people are not invited with a plus one. Yeah. Then that's fine. You might meet but other single people. Well, exactly. People will be dying to talk to someone else. People have but often met their future partner at weddings. For sure. I mean, weddings are, yeah. as they say, the making of another. And uh, so there's definitely potential in those situations. But if you are, if you are only one or two people on their own, you know, singles who have been invited on their own, I think that does make it a little awkward for sing- for the single person. And I think that 
hosts, if you like, okay. have to think about I, that. I, I detect that you're being a little bit uh, holding back here and so forth. What you, what you really think is that Sarah is being not only unreasonable, but that she should get a grip, be less shy, less timid and go for it and enjoy it and develop some yes. people skills. Yes, I do. I think that, I, I mean, I do really have that a very strong view that, that whether it's in work, whether it's in a social context or people inviting you to dinners, uh, you know, being on, you know, being able to carry yourself on your own is what's going to ensure that people invite you back. You know, it's not all about dating and romance. It's about being good company, isn't it? And, you know, sometimes I think that's a bit lost on on us all, you know, that I've often found myself, even with my own adult, you know, um, son, if you like, saying to him, like in younger years, saying, you know, you're supposed to be a good guest, you know, and being a good guest means that you don't sit around waiting for people to talk to you. You talk to other people and you try and play a part in making sure other people have a good time. So when you go to the table, you don't sit there and wait for people to open the conversation. You're a smart girl. Okay. Open the conversation. Ask people. It's so easy to talk at weddings. You so, have so something tips, in common. What tips for people who do feel, you know... Uh, very shy and very overawed by this type yes. of situation, be it at a party, be it at a wedding or whatever. Um, what's your advice to them? Like, what are the tips that you can, conversational well, tips yeah, almost? Yeah, well, conversationally, I would I would say to people, first of all, if you're feeling a little bit shy and, you know, everybody, confidence is built on having, you know, something working out well for you. So if you don't try things, your confidence can't build. So this is an, this is an opportunity for you to go to something and build, you know, your confidence for the future. That's how I would see it. So you're going in, you know that there is a common thing to speak about. It's as, it's like going, you know, to a football game. You're all there to watch the football. Mm. Well, you're all going to the wedding because you really like these two people or you at least like one of them. Well, She's you can say the that the, the service was fantastic. The singing the, was the, lovely. The, the mother-in-law's dress was appalling. <laughs> uh, the hat was even worse. <laughs> no, you keep uh, the, that till the next day. Yeah, and the speeches. <laughs> uh, you, you know, there's lots yeah. of things that you there's can make so, small talk about. Yeah. And even at the very beginning, because I think that's when people struggle. It's at the very beginning, the little champagne reception or the fizzy yeah. reception. That's when people feel... Or the hanging around after the church. There's a lot of hanging around for photos and that. Yeah, but in the church, you're going to be sitting beside somebody in the church. I've been at weddings where single women or single guys on their own have been beside us in the church talk to them. You can actually spot them a mile off, yes. those who are there on their own and feel like a fish out of water. Do you feel that? No, no, you, I yeah. know that I've been at, at weddings recently and I can actually, you know, they sit yes. at the back and you can yes. tell they're school friends or work yeah. colleagues of yeah. the person. And But couples should think about them too because when couples are at weddings and I've always felt this, that couples can be a little bit smug about not including Mm. single people. Well also or family members can be smug just yes. speaking to their own as opposed to speaking to the groom's family and yes. the bride's people and so on. Or the separated person. They can yeah. leave them alone instead of including them. So I think couples can play a good part in this. Um, but just just coming back to it, of course, there's you, you were saying there like, what else would I say to them? Listen, there's a thousand things to talk about. But most importantly, you the way to do it, as I said, it's not the Bridget Jones way, you know, but introduce oh, yourself. What did Bridget Jones? Well, like she Bridget made a bit Jones. of a, a bit of a, a mess of most of her um, okay. little conversation openers, yeah. as I recall. And I'm I'm a huge lover of those films. And uh, but I would say the small introduction, like just the confident introduction Hi, I'm Stephanie. I know Susie from 
you know, from school or from college. How about you? Did you, yeah. you know, are you on Susan? Well, I, the other it's, thing I would advise people is that it is amazing because I would have been in situations politically and, and say, commercially where you have to make small talk with people, absolutely. people you've never met before and, and you want the event to be a success and you could be emceeing it. That the, the secret to getting people to talk to you is if I go up to you, Stephanie, Stephanie, tell me about yourself. Ask a question. You know, no, no, but no, yeah. people love to talk about themselves. themselves. So don't go up and say, I'm this, I'm that. That's and that. right. Just go up and say, Stephanie, tell me, where are you from? Yes. And Stephanie, tell me, yeah, uh, right. oh, and do you work where? And yeah. that's very interesting. You will find to shut them up is impossible. <laughs> people start gushing. That's right. they, and once you fake fake the fact that you're interested, interested in them. And we know you're, you're good doing, at that because you yeah, told absolutely, us that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, like that to me is the bulletproof way. People love to talk about themselves. They love to talk about their kids. They love to talk about their problems. And that is the key to unlocking a conversation. And then after listening to 20 minutes of a diatribe of their problems and their situation and all the rest of it, then they might ask you a question. At that stage, you've lost the will to live. Sometimes people don't get that drift that it is actually a two-sided situation. But you're absolutely right. And I would always say, ask a question. You know, are you from this area? Have you been in this church before? It's really beautiful. I know it seems small but small talk is important and you it gets the conversation to, going it gets the conversation going it stops you you don't you you know no matter where you are in life you have to have those skills so get them that's All right. uh, the cost is another small point yeah i think that's quite important because it has been mentioned to me that it's something to think about that you know there's big cost to weddings sure. for the for the guest and there is a point that if people are coming together they're sharing that cost but the single person it may not be yeah. So without the plus one, they can be a little bit stuck on that. All right. Maybe think about that. All right. Well, I hope that's of benefit, Sarah. Basically, under no circumstances, ask uh, the bride uh, for a plus one. Uh, go there with the right attitude. Enjoy the day. And you never know. It could be a wonderful opportunity to meet some interesting people. And you'll be adding to the brides and couples happiness of the day. My thanks to Stephanie Regan, our clinical psychotherapist. And if you have a query, just send us in to us by mail to the hard shoulder at newstalk.com or on the usual text line 53106. And that's our lot for today. My thanks to the production team, Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Elaine Power and Kira Courtney. On sound, our technical guys were Michael Quilgan and Peter Malloy. Off the Ball is up next after the news. I will be on the box tonight at 11 all part of the uh, build-up. And tomorrow, don't forget, we have a special budget programme that will run from one o'clock with live coverage from the door of the Minister for Finance's speech and all the political uh, and other responses uh, to the budget that will run from one till seven tomorrow. Everything you ever wanted to know how the budget affects you. Enjoy your evening and thanks for listening. (laughs) 